0: Welcome to Lake Champlain Access Television's 2019 town meeting coverage. Uh, I'm LCATV Executive Director Kevin Christopher, and with me today are some representatives from the town of Colchester for a uh, 2019 town budget presentation. Uh, joining me to my left is Nadine Seebeck. She's the uh, chair of the Colchester Select Board. Uh, to her left is Aaron Frank, the Colchester town manager, and on the other end, Tom O'Kahee, the vice chair of the Colchester Select Board. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the town budget that's uh, proposed and going on this year's town meeting ballot. Um, Nadine, let's start with you. If you could just walk us through uh, how the budget comes to be. Who's responsible for the budget, and what's its relationship to, to your work and town governance?
1: Sure, thanks for having us again. Kevin, we, we love coming in here every year. Uh, the budget is a, probably one of the biggest parts of town government that we work on every year. It's about an eight month process. And our charter gives us uh, the authority to do a budget every year. And for those of you who don't know, the town of Colchester has approximately 60 elected and appointed citizens on boards and commissions. So the town of Colchester is a very active uh, active community with its constituents. And there are three areas of democracy where the town uh, voters get to vote every year. Uh, Well, not necessarily every year, but the charter, which we've had some charter changes over the last few years. Um, The other is voting on whether we should acquire debt in the town, and the biggie is the budget. And the budget we vote on every single year, and that gives us the authority to spend certain amounts of money on different things in different categories that you're gonna hear Aaron talk about in a little bit. And other than that, we we spend a lot of time on the budget. It's roughly eight months. We start, uh, I want to say August. August, yeah, August. And then we have a lot of meetings uh, before Christmas time and the holidays. And then we firm it up in January, and we're here to present it to you tonight. Okay, thanks.
0: Tom, can you talk a little bit about uh, during that period how the town uh, controls spending and helps ease the tax burden? Sure, Kevin.
2: One of the things that we we, uh, do is challenge the staff, Aaron and his staff, to come up with ways to fund the government and the services that are provided that do not require property taxes. And these are done through additional revenues that are sought and special projects that are identified that reduce costs over time. So with using those types of of, uh, initiatives, dollars are saved and uh, property taxes are not increased.
0: Okay, thanks. Aaron, can you talk us through uh, some of the town highlights this year
3: in the budget? Certainly. So we saw some turnover in key positions, including mine, but we feel like we really didn't miss a beat. We have a clean audit. We uh, fixed the causeway with initial repairs in about 60 days, which is a record It's taken over a year in the past. we had the Cork's office hold a special town election. We've been named as Money Magazine's Best Places to Live in America. Um, we've been expanding library programs. Um, we opened a new park in the village um, and we're beginning a new town plan. We began a new embedded social worker program with the police department and we paved about three times the normal amount of streets in terms of mileage this year. And finally our rescue and technical rescue staff um, went to help with the hurricanes Florence and Harvey in the south. So, So we're happy to help the rest of the country with our town staff here.
0: Great. Thank you. Well, let's uh, stick with you. A lot of moving parts here. How do you approach public budgeting?
3: So as Tom pointed out, we really try to hold the line on spending. We look at expenses first. And we really challenge assumptions and try to justify all expenses first. So first we look at um, spending. Is it necessary? Is there better ways to do things? And I think in a prior slide we pointed out some, some things that we've done this year. Something big was the town solar farms that will save about a million dollars after paying back their capital and operating costs over the first year. Um, 25 years of their life, so that's big. We're both doing something that's better for the environment but also saves citizens money. Um, We invested a significant amount of time in the Causeway um, work working with FEMA and so far no town money has been spent restoring the causeway and we're kind of on track to maybe spend seven percent of the total in town funding if things work out well so you know investing time with government partners helped us out um, we rebid our health care regularly and we're going to save about a hundred thirty seven hundred thirty two thousand dollars on that this year and um, working everywhere we can we're getting a grant for a new police boat the state will fund about half of that so we look to partnerships opportunities and generally run the operations of town government like a business as the chair pointed out we're very um, open with the terms of the governance of the town but the operations we try to run a lot like a business so we look at non-tax revenues as well um, non-property tax revenues and we look at property taxes really the last dollar in to fund local government
0: okay well let's uh, if we could uh, move from the generalities into the specifics. Uh, what, what in this budget is changing overall for this uh, upcoming fiscal year?
3: Sure. So we have 25 cost centers, and out of those centers, we've reduced costs in seven, level-funded a few, and overall the budget is up by 2.4 percent and it's fairly split between about 1.2% to run the same services, about 1.2% for new services. Most specifically, we've had growth in new neighborhoods, roads, paths, and whatnot, so we've added another public works employee to help keep up with that maintenance, um, and we're, Uh, providing some funding for a a match to a federal grant for weekday daytime firefighters. The town of Colchester has all volunteer firefighters at this point, but during the weekday daytimes, there's a bit of a deficit, so we want to better resource that in the future to make sure we have the right number of people to help put out the fires. And as I mentioned, we also have community justice and a social worker program that we're funding through the police department. So those are new expenses and kind of new initiatives for the town.
0: What are the uh, largest and smallest um, departments in the town?
3: So the town spends about 46% of its money uh, resources on public safety and the smallest are general management and finance and those sort of internal support services.
0: Well, not to put you on the spot, but can you show that we are controlling costs, uh, employment costs in Colchester?
3: Sure, we're proud to benchmark ourselves. As I mentioned, we have about 1.2% increase in running the same level of services. Mostly the town is old fashioned, kind of boots on the ground services. Those are mostly employment costs. We look at the private sector uh, New England employment cost index, that shows about 2.1 percent. So we're, we're doing pretty well even against the private sector, private sector in controlling costs here.
0: Can you talk a little bit about um, what you're doing to increase non-tax revenue?
3: Sure. We're always looking at that. Uh, this year, the non-tax revenues are increasing by about $16,000. Typically, these are higher, but this year we saw a decrease in some state uh, resources. So when you put those together, we only had a $15,000 increase. But that's something we look, look to every year to increase. Again, it, de- it decreases the increase of the tax rate. Uh,
0: in terms of uh, town debt, how much does the town have and uh, what is it for at this point?
3: Sure, so at this point the town has about $3.3 million in long-term debt. That debt is for a drainage project in the Bellwood neighborhood, the town public service buildings on Blakery Road, and the Bayside Hazlet property that's gonna be a future park for the town. Um, The FY20 budget payment for that is $517,000 and that's being entirely now funded with the local option tax. Previously, it was with property taxes. When we put in the local option tax, we reduced the property taxes by 5%. By continuing to fund the debt service on those, we continue to suppress the property tax rate.
1: And our our debt service is going to be paid off in 2028
3: or 2029. So we're on the way to pay off all of our existing debt.
1: Great.
0: Well, big picture, can you recap the uh, fiscal year 20 budget for us and uh, the previously approved expenses?
3: Certainly. So we have a slide that kind of outlines it here. Um, and we have slide number one. You can look at the total budget. That's about $13 million, a 2.4% increase. Um, if you look to the right, number one shows the budget after removing the non-property tax funding, about $10.6 million and then slide uh, number three shows the local option tax paying for the uh, voter approved debt of $517,000, and then you add in the capital plans that pay for improved roads and parks and um, replacement buildings, roofs, and that sort of things of about uh, $1 million, and then you get what we call the combined operating budget and capital funding of 11.7 million. So that's the total that would be need to be funded by property taxes for FY20.
0: And can you explain how, how that budget relates to the tax rate?
3: Certainly. So the property tax, we start with the total value of all property in Colchester, which is $2,171,000,000. And we divide that by 100 to get what we call the grand list, which is $21,710,597, as noted where the one is to the right. Um, Then you combine the total operating budget and capital funding I mentioned before, which is the net municipal liability, and then you divide the grand list by the net municipal liability to get the estimated tax rate. As noted, that's 54.23 cents per hundred dollars of property value. As noted on item three, it's about a 1.3 percent increase from last year's tax rate. So that's what this budget would represent in terms of uh, average tax rate increase.
2: Now, Aaron. That's a lot for me to understand. What would the tax rate increase be for a home of a $300,000 home here in Colchester?
3: So we have some tables on that, and generally speaking, it's going to be less than $30 $30 per household for folks. Per per year? year. Yes, that's
2: correct. That's for the entire year. Indeed. That's very good. And And
1: that's for increased services as well, not just what we run currently, but additional services as well.
3: Indeed, about half of that $30 or less is for increased services.
0: So it turns out some of us will be using that math that we weren't paying attention to in school. Um, How does that compare to other towns in Chittenden County?
3: Right, so we do benchmark ourselves against our neighbors. Inner Chittenden County, we have the third lowest property tax rate for Inner Chittenden County and uh, Williston with a large portion of local option taxes, and Essex with a lot of industrial and commercial taxes are ahead of us, but that's something that the select board likes to benchmark themselves on every year when we seek to be on the lower end of uh, property taxes per resident.
0: Well, thank you for walking us through that. Select Board Chair, is there anything else you want us to know uh, before going to the polls in March?
1: Uh, Other than this was, I thought, a great budget process. Uh, The town staff is amazing. They work extremely hard on keeping the cost down. Uh, The ones that we can't control are um, benefits and wages and things like that, but we do our best. I mean, it was huge this year. We switched from Blue Cross Blue Shield to MVP. That was a huge savings for the town. looking at the budget as a whole it's it's a sound fiscally responsible budget we provide a lot of services to the the residents of this town and like Aaron said average three hundred thousand dollar home you're looking at a thirty dollar increase so and that's with additional um, services such as um, the Howard Center with the police department they have been providing an invaluable service to us and full-time are not full well actually paid Firefighters during the week, during the daytime coverage, because we do need, we are addressing that issue and we take that very seriously, as well. So, um, really, this is a solid budget, and we hope everyone comes out and supports it in March. And I think uh, we um, ballots when are our, our ballots opening up for uh, absentee ballots should About be February 15th. They'll February vote. 15th. So keep an eye on that. You can come into town hall and vote, or you can ask and the clerk's office, will mail, or you can come to the Colchester High School on town meeting day to vote.
0: And will you be doing your usual Monday night uh, supper and presentation? What time does that kick off? 6.30. 6.30 at Colchester High School.
1: 6.30 for the uh, meeting, and then the the dinner will probably start around 5.30 or so. But stay tuned. We'll announce it.
0: Okay. Super. Well, thank you uh, again for joining us. Nadine Seebeck, who's the uh, Colchester Select Board Chair. Aaron Frank, who's the Colchester Town Manager. And Tom O'Keefe, who's the Colchester Select Board Vice Chair. Uh, And we encourage you to get out and vote on Town Meeting Day. Uh, however you vote. Thanks very much.